I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is our review discussion of Gotham Knights. Now, we couldn't do this just by ourselves. Because like any good superhero team, like any good Bat family, you bring others in. And that's what we have done. For a gentleman that we met at a party sipping beers, it's duty. How are you, man? I'm good, man. How you guys doing? I'm very, very well. How are you? I'd feel outraged she's introduced you as our sidekick. <laughs> ah, that's cool, man. Everyone's got to start as a sidekick. Like, that's how people get into the hey, game. Nightwing was a sidekick. Like, yeah, Nightwing rather be a sidekick than a butler. That's right. Night, Nightwing was a, was a sidekick. He's running that shit now. Yeah, He's exactly doing just right. fine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's doing just fine. <laughs> but for those that don't know, give us a spiel, Daddy. Who, who, who are you and how do you fit in all this? Oh, shit. Who am I? Who am I? I am the once great powerful Mushu. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, I am a mediocre YouTuber. Um, you cool. can search me by just typing in Duty, D-U-D-I. The logo is Piccolo and TN fused together in a Dragon Ball Z merge fusion. So that's that's my thing. Uh, I talk about video games. I talk about um, even if it's a crap game, there's something good inside of it. So I try to, to go down that sort of area. Very nice. Well, yeah, you know, you said you're you know, a lower-tier uh, YouTuber. Well, we're a lower-tier podcast, so it balances out quite nicely. No such thing, man. No such thing as a lower-tier podcast, because all podcasts are rad. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. But yeah, so as I said, we are here to play, uh, to discuss Gotham Knights. Now, uh, we should also mention big thank you to the team over at Play on ANZ for A, for not just allowing us to all meet in, in a location, sip beers and get to know each other, but also play this game. Uh, so we've been playing, Max and I have been playing on PS5. You've been, you're playing on PC, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I was on the PC. Yeah, so we're going to talk there about all these extra frames that you have that we just don't. <laughs> There's a story for that, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so we'll look forward to, to breaking down this game uh, in a little bit, for, bit further. But is it part of the reason we, we uh, wanted to have you on duty? Because after you I'm like, i got to work with this guy, something, fat, something fierce. But you are like a font of knowledge when it comes to not just comic books, but DC specifically. Because the first thing I noticed when, when we met was your incredible sleeve of just the DC tattoos, uh, the whole point of Justice League, and I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, and yeah, yeah, and then if you, so you guys might not be able to see it in the crop of the frame, but uh, behind behind you is an incredible uh, back, uh, just yeah, that way. statues and you name it, all these awesome Batman pieces of love. So yeah. uh, you were the right person to talk Gotham Knights. I mean, I am a nerd. That's what I can confirm. Uh, I can confirm no less. Yeah, and you know, as nerd, nerds rule the world now, it's a really good time to be us. But all right, let's get let's get the the stuff out of the way now. We have touched upon Gotham Knights in our last episode of For the Players, the Pop City PlayStation Podcast. Duty has got himself a full review over on his channel, but we're going to start from relative scratch and go through this. So, Gotham Knights, made by WB Montreal, the team originally behind Arkham Origins, the long, mostly forgotten game in the uh rocksteady arkhamverse uh so mm -hmm. this game is not part of the arkhamverse however it is yeah, based in a similar with the same characters the bat family but batman's dead he's dead just simple as that straight off the bat and this game is all about uh red hood robin batgirl and nightwing uh taking over the mantle and keeping their eye uh, uh, on gotham while also processing processing and dealing with the loss of of bruce and uh, then you go around, do a bunch of RPG stuff and drive around on a bat cycle and have uh, uh, weapons upgrades that really don't feel like they do much. But uh, <laughs> that, let's get into it. All right, uh, Max, I know you've got some hot takes about this game. So we're going to start with you. We'll give, we'll give initial Look, impressions and then we'll break down into its parts. They're not, they're not hot takes. I just, I haven't enjoyed this title and I really wanted to. It was a, it was a real shame. Um, I've been looking forward to this for quite some time. I think... The biggest concern was when um, a couple of weeks back, just before release, they're like, hey, uh, due to how we wanted the multiplayer to run, we've, we've capped the frames on consoles to 30 frames per second. I'm like, okay, cool. I, I guess I understand why. But what about for the people who want to play the game solo? The, the game is completely, completely playable solo. Why is there no option to have a boosted mode for solo play? Surely you can determine whether or not I'm playing multiplayer or not. Give me, give me some extra frames. And the whole, because of this locked at 30 frames on a PS5 when the game was originally supposed to come to PlayStation 4 consoles as well, is kind of atrocious. 
Um, it's really, it's a real shame. Now I'm playing primarily as Red Hood, who seems to be one of the bulkier, heavier characters, and because of this lower frame rate, everything I do feels so clunky. It feels like I'm underwater almost, or in some some kind of viscous liquid where I just struggle to move. It's everything feels so slow paced. The map is so open and vertical but there is no fun way to traverse it uh i find true i find the traversal in this game tedious uh thankfully there is a fast travel back to your hub point because i would just it's a, it would be a nightmare without it and yeah I, i'm just i'm not feeling it now whether or not that's because i've picked the only character who feels that way i personally am unsure of that because i haven't played any of the other characters yet because none of them really interest me uh, I'm not a huge uh, fan of the IP compared to the to the other two guys who are gonna, who are going to talk. So I don't have that love for these characters as individuals. So I kind of just went with, oh yeah, he he kind of looks cool. I'll, I'll pick that dude. Um, but yeah, the the combat feels very one dimensional t- for me. I, I feel like I'm just doing the same combo over and over and over again as as Red Hood, uh, especially with the fact that it's essentially one button combat. Uh, it's it's tap square for a light attack, hold square for a heavy. Uh, every once in a while, you throw in a ranged attack with, with with triangle, but for the most part, I'm I'm strapping people with grenades and throwing them into mobs of enemies and then blowing everyone up. And that's that's all I do because it seems like the only effective way to clear out enemies in any given reasonable amount of time. Because when you're doing these littered through premeditated. Uh, uh, the, the premeditated crimes that uh, that are one of the, the side quest things that you have to that you have to do to do some of the story quests some of them are time based and if you can't clear shit out fast enough you just fail <laughs> and i find it i found it to be very frustrating and uh just time consuming it sent, it seemed, seemed to have gate kept you out of main scenario quests to progress the story further by just doing useless tedium now i understand that these guys are like you know batman's supposed to be the great detective and like it makes sense that you're doing this detective work but it just feels bland and uncompelling when you're doing it it's it's essentially go to this spot punch a bunch of dudes until they drop some clues or interrogate a bunch of guys to drop some clues then the big boss will be pissed off enough that he'll finally talk to you and reveal his big plan it just seems lackluster i don't know i might I, I, asked for, I asked for your initial impressions and you gave me a, a diet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it in there. Like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me, but it just, yeah, it feels like needless tedium. Well, it might just be. Duty, what are your <laughs> thoughts? Um, look, I've already covered this, uh, but in regards to, I feel like if you are a Batman fan, you're going to like this. Um, like if you're a dude who likes, you know, the 89 movies or the, the fantastic fucking animated series and all that sort of stuff like that, you'll like this. Um, but if you're not a Batman fan, I wouldn't recommend this game just because look, it is. Yeah. It's a bit repetitive in, in that regards of combat and stuff like that. There are issues where, you know, you have, you know, like, uh, Max said, you have to go out and basically, do small chores to then get the big wig to come out and talk to you sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're a Batman fan, I reckon you'll dig it. Um, playing co-op with my brother, who is also a massive Batman fan. Like we would, we were just creaming, like we, we dug it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all, it's all, it's, it's a, it's a diverse game in in some instances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I seem to be somewhere in the middle, it seems, as in, uh, as a Batman fan, there are some. You sit things. on that fence. Yeah, oh, that fence is. I'm <laughs> perched on. I'm perched on that fence like Robin. You know what I'm saying? Um, for me, I, I, I there are things about this game that I enjoy and I love. Whether it be the costume design, uh, I think that's probably one of the biggest standouts for me. I do enjoy that each character plays so, or at least feel seems to play very differently, even though there's not a lot of uh, uh, differentials between them. Uh, however, the uh, similar to what Max said, the you know Gotham itself is large but feels like nothing i don't really recall any corners any streets no landmarks or at least because when you're traversing it you just it's it's tedious but as you spend more time in it like it's this it's a push and pull because i wanted to love it but it's given me so many reasons to not but there are some parts that 
are pulling me in and there are some parts that are pushing me away. Uh, but one of the big things that is this, I can't help but break this sense of, uh, of MMO with it. Like everything seems so surface level. The main quest is enticing, but like kind of shallow, at least initially. And then you do a bunch of side crap, like go punch 10 things, come back. Hey, there's more story. Uh, and it feels like this game was meant to be something else that may have pivoted or altered, but I wish it could yeah. have been more. Yeah, there, there were a lot of rumors, especially following Arkham Knight, that, you know, Arkham Knight, while that was diversive as well with the events of that, sorry, and I don't want to spoil that for anyone who hasn't played it, but you could tell that they wanted to do something further because it sold like hotcakes and there were so many rumors going around that Warner Brothers Montreal were working on a Superman game where there was like leaked screenshots of it uh and that there was a Batman and Robin co-op game where it was you know you are Batman and Robin doing co-op stuff so there are it does feel like there are some things where they either half-baked it because it was originally for PlayStation 4 and the and Xbox One before then making it next gen exclusive and they had to pull things like basically what they sort of did with cyberpunk um but i still i I found myself you know at some points just grinning ear to ear being like fuck this is cool well let's get into that the main part like the the big hunk of it is is the story now admittedly max and i haven't finished the main the main campaign yet because as we're playing gotham knights they went playstation were like hey here's god of war ragnarok we're like no <laughs> I mean, that's that's where priorities lie sometimes, man. That's that's how it works. Yeah, I had the, I had the exact same thing. Dragon Ball Breakers came out, and I was just like, "Hey, do you want to play Dragon Ball Breakers?" I'm like, "Well, I'm a Dragon Ball nut, so sure." And then it was he's Gotham Knights. I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. You, know, you just kind of get pulled in in different directions. So sadly, we've not been able to spend as much time with it as we wanted. We spent a good hunk. We've we've played it in co-op. We've played it singly. We've put a, you know a, a good enough time to at least hit enough of all the beats, but. I guess this is where, where, where we'll, we'll jump in with you, Dune, and we'll pull apart some of your, your extensive Bat knowledge. So with the story here, the, the idea of Batman being dead isn't new. It's been done before. Was it Batman, R.I.P. and Batman Black Glove, I think, from memory, were the two main stories around him dying? Yeah. So we had this sort of the, this, the story arc of, well, Batman's going to die, Batman's going to die, and then we had the event of Final Crisis uh, where... Uh, Quickly, he goes up against Darkseid, and Darkseid hits him with his Omega Beams, and bang, vaporized. Um, and then it's the whole thing of, shit, what do we do? He's gone. Um, and you get a really you know great side spinoff story for, called Battle of the Cow, where basically mm-hmm. everyone out of the woodwork comes out going like, oh, I should be the next Batman, and it's who should be the next Batman. Then we've got you know Damian Wayne Robin popping up as well, who's coming into the fold with that. Um, yeah, so there's a bit of... There's a bit of that echoed in here as well. Um, it's not the main uh, source of inspiration, but it's it's definitely got that vibed into it. Yeah, because there's very there's really no plan of any of these to become the new Batman, at least from where we are in the story. Uh, is that is, had you picked that up in the game at all that they're all fight, fighting to be the next Batman, or just sort of dealing with the loss of Bruce? The the one big thing I found that. I think this game nails really, really hard is how each character is dealing with the loss of Bruce because you look at every character and they're all dealing with it completely separately where Nightwing is, you know, the first Robin. Uh, we see in the game that he doesn't want to go to Batman's grave. He can't admit that he's gone. Um, we see Jason Todd basically struggling as well because he... He too's you know, been that, dead. He too. I too have died. Uh, and it's basically... <laughs> All right, well, that sucks. Damien, uh, not Damien, uh, Tim Drake is having a rough time. He's very, very emotional. Uh, and Barbara Gordon's lost both Batman and her dad, Commissioner yes. Gordon. And that's just like the father figure for all of these characters. And well, for, you know, both in regards to Barbara, like they're gone and they're having to deal with that. And I thought this is a really, really cool plot point where one of the side little cutscenes is like, Dick Grayson is trying to sort of relieve tension with the crew and talking about, I remember that time where we were cooking and I spilt this and we all had a laugh and Jason's like, no. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. You were dead. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's some really, really cool cutscenes, some great voice acting and stuff like that. And and that I think really keeps it emotionally invested in in some instances where, um, yeah. While you're talking about cutscenes, I must admit the cutscenes in this game do look immaculate. Yeah. 
Um, they look yeah. really, really good. And I think they, they do show through that emotion that everyone is feeling quite well. Yeah, and it's 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 kinda it's kinda dope <laughs> in a way to see characters grieving, but then Alfred coming in just being like, he'd be so fucking proud of you all. And then when you do sort of, you know and that's somewhat of a negative, is the training and the way that the game teaches you some of its mechanics is done through sort of this mental pre preparation that's sort of done inside your head. And every time you sort of leave the training room or, you know, get out of the sparring, there's just one-off comments by by Bruce Wayne in his head being like, I'm so proud of you, Jason. Mm. Or, you know, you've come so mm. far, Barbara, and all that sort of stuff like that. I'm like, that's just fucking cool, man. <laughs> yeah, that's like real dad-child energy, which always gets me up in here. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's 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 very much like Piccolo and Gohan from uh, from Dragon Ball. Like he's tough, but when Piccolo dies from Nappa, it's fucking hard. <laughs> but it's like, so one of the other big inspirations here is the likes of the Court of Owls. Uh, yeah. How how have they? Well, let's go, we don't want to we don't want to spoil anything for anyone. So we're gonna. How, how much of the of the comic have they have they channeled into this? Court of Owls, they've they've used a lot, and the great thing about doing so is nobody so far has done it we've gotten yes. i think it's yeah. batman versus robin in the animated movie which used court of owls yeah, they did. as it's as it's as it's sort of story premise but we haven't had it in live action in regards to movies we had it with the gotham tv show and sort of some people liked it some people didn't oh i have um, things to say about that gotham tv show there are some good things there are some very bad things with that show. <laughs> um but like the court of owls is so cool and so important because this was a new comic book villain that was made for Batman that as soon as they hit the scene, it had that aura and feel of they've always been there. Like, it's not just, you know, here's Punchline, Joker's new sidekick because Harley Quinn's now her own person, so we've made another one where that felt kind of cheap for that character, where Court of Owls was just like, holy shit, this is a big deal. And it, and not only did it reshapes time... a bunch of the things you already know because if they've already been here, how will they, what have they had their strings on? Like, as they lay their foundations within the founding, the founding, the founding four families of, of, of Gotham, like they've got like little strings everywhere. It's huge. Yeah. I remember reading and the book it, and it was so good. It is, it's a fantastic book for those of you who haven't read it. Highly, highly recommend reading it. Mm. But it links into not only Batman, but it links into Nightwing as well, and the character of Nightwing with basically the Court of Owls wanted to induct Dick Grayson into the into the into the fold to become a Talon, and he was saved from that from Batman as well, like inadvertently. Like there's all these really fucking cool storylines that they've done, um, and they are still somewhat of a big player in the books in regards to they're not just a. You know, oh, well, what are we going to do this issue? Oh, we'll just throw in a talent or, you know, the Court of Owls. Like, we'll throw in Calendar Man or something. But it's like they play a part in, you know, the Dark Knight's Metal story, which gives us the Batman who laughs and all that sort of stuff like that as well. So they're since they've been introduced, they've stuck around. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. most certainly are a great inclusion. But to sort of add to what you were discussing before about the cutscenes, and this is and one of the things that is pulling me in to this game and what was enticing me so heavily was the likes of the court of ours was this like character story and that that's hence i said we're, talking, we're playing god of war ragnarok right now which is an incredibly single player story driven game and that's what i wanted because even the arkham games as much as their gameplay was brilliant was was that so when this yeah. game does deliver its cutscenes, pardon me or its story driven moments i'm like yes cool like that's what i'm enjoying right like yeah you know, not to spoil like late game, um, you know, villains or anything like I will go do the early couple ones. So like seeing Harley and how they handle Harley is great. She's not over sexualized. She's not over camp. Like she's not Tara strong as well. She's not Tara it's, strong, but you know, which, which yeah. is always jarring when it's not, when it's not the voices that you know, like Penguin comes in and he looks great and, but he's not got a, you know, bad, uh, you know, uh, 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 uh he hasn't got a monocle or anything. Yeah, he's like, like he has that, a monocle, but, just... but he doesn't have like that that bad uh, what's that accent? The, the, the Cockney accent, you know what I mean? It's just he's just talking American. Uh you know, but it but it looks good and it feels good. Like the world because like what the, the Arkham games like are huge to me. Like in terms of the, the like the action figures that the only action figures that I own extensively are Arkham game awesome. figures. Because right I, I love them. They 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 click me instantly and I have like near on every single one of them. So, like, uh, from a stylistic standpoint, the Arkham games are, are brilliant. And in these cutscenes, we have these moments 
like they do kind of have the story and as you mentioned the voice acting's really good in the cutscenes but i find any external dialogue hurts yeah it's it's one of those things where like you can obviously tell that this isn't done by rocksteady because when you play arkham knight you play arkham city you play asylum all that sort of stuff like that is you really really enjoy those random like sides of small dialogue that a goon has before you you know appear out of the night and beat the crap out of them and while they are here in in gotham knights they're not as frequent as funny and as you know easter egg clued in detailedy as the arkham games but there are some things i will say that i think gotham knights does better than than the arkham games not many but still some things that i reckon they do really really well um but yeah like you can't beat those those arkham games like as soon as this game was announced i went back and reviewed every single arkham game and then the dlc for for uh, arkham city still haven't done the ones for re-reviewed the ones for night yet but like I went back and did a 45-minute video on Arkham Knight on why it's the best, like, Arkham game out of the three of them and, like, why it just slaps. So, Max, having no context of, like, comics in terms... Well, I know what comics are, but, I mean, in terms of the comic stories or the influences that would come across here and only having previous game experience, how do you think they delivered the, the story that you've experienced so far? Well, like I said, they've done, they've done a really good job uh like telling telling their story through the cutscenes that's the most compelling way to do it uh i've found um i so for context where i'm up to i've i've done the first few court of hours stuff um and i've always been interested in in, in the court of hours as a as a group uh, similar to that of like uh, the illuminati in marvel essentially i guess would be the comparison there um and it's it's cool that it's just they're not to a degree they're just people and i think just people make the best films yeah and more compelling because it's like yeah how messed up do you have to be to just be like a normal dude like you haven't you haven't fallen into a vat of toxic waste you haven't been you haven't frozen yourself to the point where you're now just a super villain like you're just hey, a minute you just talk bad about mr freeze he's the <laughs> best fucking one <laughs> you're just a guy like what and and having that be their driving point is 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 fascinating uh, so I, I'm enjoying the big beats when I get mm. to see them. Yeah. It's the little bits in between yes. that I'm finding lackluster and it's making me not want to progress because I have to do this to get to this. It's like having a really shitty carrot on a stick. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah, no, it's oh, uh, Well, actually, the, the carrot's really good, but the stick's so long to get to the carrot, yeah. I guess, is the analogy I want. And you're like, this um, carrot better be fucking shame. good. Yeah, which, which is a shame because you know I'm I'm enjoying those big beat moments. Like one of the one of my favorite parts so far has been that very early set piece in um, in the prison where you're chasing Harley's balloon. And yeah, you, just that, you popped so that, hard that, for living La Vida that Loca. Big, that big fucking mob fight in the middle of the yard. I'm like, this is awesome. And then it kind of just derailed itself after that. I'm like, oh, this kind of anticlimactic at the end but because I, I would even well, argue that during that moment that the prologue uh uh prologue video of the batman fighting rachel ghoul yeah that's like a 12 minute, minute video that yeah, was exceptional sweet. but i Thank really you. i really feel that that set me up on a different game i was like oh fuck I yeah mean, give me all this and then i play it i'm like oh you hmm. you're kind of not wrong to be honest man like it was it was a dope fucking opening cutscene like the i i don't want to like go into what happens in it but it just shows how fucking badass batman is oh. like in, in some regards but just like it was fucking cool i really fucking dug it and then it's just like bang you're playing as you know pick your hero off you go and it's like i feel like it would have been real cool if you could start the like sort of like if you played star wars the force unleashed where mm. like the first level of that game you're playing as vader you have unlimited health unlimited force you just fuck wookies up yeah. where it's like do the start of the game where you play as batman and you feel powerful and shit like that and then you die and then you play as yeah. it's like cool well if you want to go down that road you have to play as robin sort of thing yeah, so like for what I would have really enjoyed is yes, because the 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 challenge that they had with setting up this with this opening prologue, right? It establishes uh, it, it establishes the League of Shadows or the League of Assassins. Well, I think they I think they use shadows in this one. Um, 
where they therefore they can establish how Jason Todd's alive, that they've reason Batalia are cool to be there. They kind of add enough to the world storytelling to like, okay, we need to explain this, we need to explain this, we'll have Raish involved, and they use the correct the correct pronunciation. I know you're not Thank God, about I know, yeah. That's Fuck Raja it, that pisses me yeah. off so hard. <laughs> so the downside is in that in that cave we see a dope batmobile we see the bat wing we see all this cool gear and shit like oh man i can't the giant coin we see all like you know a mix of old new batman inspirations and that's awesome but then when you hit the game and they go oh you're in the belfry it's got old tech everyone has the same bike it's like oh but i just saw that there was really cool tech in the in the bat cave it's like you've drip fed me something and I'm now not seeing any of that. Like, I understand from a storytelling perspective, yeah. it allows you to upgrade it, but there you go. We're going to show you the keys to the kingdom and then we're going to take the keys away from you. We're going to blow up the kingdom. Yeah, and the kingdom's gone now. You're, you're yeah. hanging out, yeah. It's just because, once again, like, this downside of, it's a Batman game without Batman, but it's not really a Batman game. So it, 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 it hits a, a different beats. But in terms of, we'll, we'll go into what Max was talking about before and about how the game plays, because that is the key part. It's about how mm. the game plays in between these awesome cutscenes. And I agree with what Max's points were. The game is tedious. It has that MMO level of energy where it's, yeah, as I said, you go somewhere, you have to interrogate someone to give information, then you go over there and punch them. And then how many can you of them can you do in a night to collect arbitrary resources, to collect arbitrary clues, to then go back and see another cutscene? Like yeah. the the level of uh, repetitivity, that's not even a word, the level of repetition uh, in order to achieve that is unsatisfying. And especially with the, as Max alluded to before, with the traversal. Now, you there are ways you can increase your traversal because in order to do all these crimes, you have to not do the crime, sorry, to solve the crimes. Fuck. That, that may be a way better game. Yeah, totally better game. <laughs> but in order to solve all these crimes or to assist and to take them out, you have to traverse that city and it's not fun to do so. Now, in the same way, yeah. if, you, if you go over, look at the, the Arkham games where, you know, even as Batman you you earn extra skills that allow you to glide more they to get an extra boost to get that kick and there's a point where you can literally fly across arkham city without stopping like they still had growth to get to it but here it's like you can barely jump from roof to roof and there is no momentum or you can drive a bike that feels not like it looks fast but it isn't and it yeah and it feels floaty like all right well that's it's de-incentivizing you to explore and it's like yeah but if you want to explore better can you do a bunch of grinding to get this thing and like hence that mmo or games as a service sort of feel where i'm like i understand earning stuff to get it don't just give it to you but like make it part of story beat that's my favorite part of the arkham games you play you play you play here's a cool new gadget oh suddenly the world opens up more because i can i now have this thing where here it's like, hey, he's everything. He's got to bust your ass to get to it. It's going to suck. Yeah, it was just, it was one of these, like, and I wouldn't say it's overly spoiler. We know Batman's dead, but he's in the Batcave. He pushes a button and you just see a map and it shows Red Hood, Nightwing, Robin and Batgirl on the map. And he's just like, they won't make it in time. And I'm like, of course they won't. Batgirl doesn't know how to glide. Like yeah. getting around on the city via zipline is slow as Yeah, fuck. if they have to travel <laughs> like that to get here, Batman was fucked before he even pressed that button. Yeah, it was just, yeah, that that was probably one of my biggest gripes is that everyone has to unlock their own traversal where it's like, I totally agree with everyone having their own mode of traversal because yeah, every fine. character needs to feel different. But like you're running around as Batgirl, all of your outfits have a cape, you don't, you can't glide. So for every character at the start of the game until you unlock their own separate traversal is ziplining and jumping from point to point, which... It's not fun ziplining. Imagine playing, you know, PlayStation Marvel Spider-Man game and just hitting the zipline button and then running and jumping rather than the swinging mechanic. Like, the swing is the equivalent of the glide for Batman. Like, they go hand in hand. Where this is literally ziplining and the ziplining animation itself is weird as well. And then running and jumping to which the traversal button in Spider-Man and in Batman is one button. You hold down the X button or, or you hold down the right trigger and he starts running and climbing and swinging or gliding or whatever. Where I was playing this on PC with an Xbox controller and you have to click the left thumbstick to sprint and then hold A to jump automatically over points. Yeah. And I'm like, no, just make it one button. Like Assassin's Creed style. Hold down the yeah. right trigger. You're in traversal mode. Run. You know what I mean? Um, and some of the traversals that characters have are kind of stupid. 
Um, Batgirl being able to glide, fine. No problem with that. That makes sense. But the Nightwing's uh, traversal is the flying trapeze, which is a little... It's a Fortnite glider um, that you can actually fly with. You can actually pull up and fly up with it. It doesn't have like a, a sort of a gliding system. So it's like, what's the point of running around on the floor or, you know, using the bike when I can just call in this glider and actually fly with the glider or use the fast travel system that is basically a giant version of the glider that you can't like use. It's it, they've made some strange decisions there. I get it, but it's also like you you needed to spend an extra twenty minutes just saying what you wrote down out loud, like proofread what your yeah. ideas are a little bit. Because even then, like the one that I've unlocked with with Robin is it's essentially like beam beam. It's like a little beam thing there, but because you yeah. have to do it, then pick where you want to land. It like it actually breaks the momentum further. So there is really no benefit from having done it. Where at least with Nightwing, the jump and then the thing, like oh, the little, uh, little Fortnite. It feels fluid, glider. yeah. Yeah, like, oh, cool. Well, then I can, you know, then detach and then keep going and do whatever. Uh, Batgirl would be the same with the glide. Even, like, if Red Hood didn't have these weird, like, Hulk jumps... Like, you know, yeah, that would, like it was weird. more like a hover boot that just kind of like me and like, he's a, very much, um, Mordo from, uh, from Dr. Strange. Like he has the jumping boots. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really weird for a character who's like this red hood is, is the physical embodiment of like Batman in regards to his broodiness and don't fucking get caught down the dark alley with him sort yeah. of thing. And then just seeing him like body jump around yeah. is really weird. Where, like, as you said, though, like, using Nightwing, Nightwing has, not Nightwing, Robin has the watch, he uses the Justice League watchtower to do short-range teleports, where I'm like, cool, but sounds Great concept. Fine, Great concept. Awesome idea. And and it's, it's like, cool, but it's, as you said, it breaks the momentum, because you jump on, you, you know, you pull the right trigger or R2, and you'll activate the teleporter, and then it's just this dot that you move around quite slowly, and you have eight seconds to move it, and then you have to release the button to teleport back in i'm like why not just make him like nightcrawler that if you can see like basically the the lock on points for the zip line that you just teleport to that immediately yeah. rather than just doing the disappear reappear it's kind of weird um yeah and like it's, the it, it's it, the irony in that there is a problem with momentum in this game where one of the key features is momentum yep like, i all, find it weird that batman wouldn't share how to glide with batgirl before he died you know, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. welcome to the Bat Family 101. You're going to be doing a lot I mean, of he, he could have added it as a PS in her email. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead. PS, this is how you go on. That ends just like, have you guys seen like the, it, when you unlock the traversals in the game, you get this, what, 10, 15 second like cinematic of sort of Batman helping them beyond the grave of how to do whatever so for for nightwing he's he's looking at his uh an ipad and the wrist gauntlet goes off and it's like hey here's this um where batgirl walks past and's like batman's cape oh wow oh, i could glide with that i'm like hang on you're just figuring that out now dude like like she, she looked in there she looked in the mirror saw the silhouette it was like oh, i kind of look like batman, <gasps> batman i have a cape glide it's yeah it, it was yeah that's probably the biggest gripe i do totally get max's point of you know you have to do grindy things especially to unlock traversal or you know you go and talk to penguin try to intimidate him penguin's like you're not batman piss off and then you have to go basically interrupt his illegal fucking dealings for him to for you to then go back and yeah. talk to him and like that um, mission alone just saying hey let's travel across the map you go there penguin's like fuck you and then mission over that's it it's like, oh, yeah. well, that is MMO bullshit. That's travel unnecessarily across friggin' whatever the world of World of Warcraft is. Go and over then, there and talk then, to some and, dude. And then you you stop his, trans, his fucking transport, his transport. transport. Yeah. And then he's like, come have a whiskey with me. I'll tell you everything you need to know. I'm saying, just fucking... Well, just because I inconvenienced uh, you. I'm Because in that cutscene, I'm Jason Todd. I'm twice the size of this dude. Yeah, like, I did Jason face. Todd for that as well. Just, yeah, just Slap him and See, just... I was Robin, so it made what sense. He's like, mean? "Fuck you, See, you're yeah, not Batman." I feel like I feel like it would totally make sense if you're Robin rocking up to Penguin and Penguin's like, "Piss off," and then you as Robin do that. But it was like, if you go in as Nightwing, and you you know, as you said, you know, you're, you're Nightwing. Oh, no, no, Nightwing. Sorry, uh, Red Hood. You know, you go in as Red Hood. You're intimidating. You're fucking huge. And then it's just like, cool. You have to take out thirty dudes. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, holy shit, this dude's not yeah. tired. And that's Penguin's part... like two feet tall compared to you, and you're just like, okay. And that's no part worry. of the challenge of having, out. of wanting to tell this shared narrative that you can interchange people at any point. Like, if the game was a single-player game, which it isn't, but it was like, hey, you're going to play as Nightwing for a little while, and we hit story beats that really deliver Nightwing and really show off his motivations, and then you're going to pivot to Batgirl and Robin and then back and whatever, to sort, to sort of tell those different stories. So that would make sense. Like, as you mentioned, you know... As a result, a lot of the story beats feel flat because they had to shave them to fit everyone. Yeah, which is a downside. And then, and the same, and I believe the the gameplay mechanics are the same because of it, because it's as Max mentioned, it's a single button game. It's square, 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 hold square, 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 hold square, square, maybe tri- maybe triangle. Like yeah, there. Even though the Arkham games, I know we keep referring to them. I know it's not an Arkham game. I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to keep referring. You, to you them. can't not compare can't it not. to it because it's so heavily inspired by it. Yeah, and then like their system was light, heavy, and evade, right? And that's not far off what this is. I didn't even have heavy. It was it was light. But there it was is dodge no, and yeah. it was counter. Yeah. yeah. There's no heavy. There's, yeah. There's, sorry. There's no heavy. But it would use like R1, R2, and you know attack, and you'd throw a batarang real quick to interrupt someone, yes. or you know you'd hit a certain button, another one, you'd zip line them towards you, or something like that. Where like there's no gadget interweave combat into this. Yeah. Where like you can't quickly put the spray gel on the ground and blow it up while there's three guys standing next to it. It's it's. It's sort of like if you're describing Batman combat, the Arkham games say what you will about the films if you're not a fan, but like that warehouse scene and Batman Superman oh, was fucking dope. And Batman oh, fights that off against everyone. That gets my nips hard. Like, that scene yeah, is so good. That's a, it's a dope scene, but then it's like the combat in this game is very much, say, like Batman Forever or, yeah. you know, or, or, or Batman and Robin when they take on the Mr. Freeze's goons. Like it's not bad, but when you compare it to that, it is not the same yeah because it, it kind of feels like nothing and it's really hard because like max and i played co-op with the idea of like maybe co-op will make our experience better it didn't really because we just kicked a bunch of guys asses faster so like the things that felt arbitrary felt more arbitrary because we could go in and just punch 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 punch, punch, punch and leave and without any something as simple as a lock-on yeah that's that's a problem <laughs> so like as 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 robin you go i have this bow staff spin that's like really handy to take out heavies but you can't lock onto a heavy you just kind of do it and hope for the fact that they're in your way now mac with yeah. red hood did you find that ha- not having a lock on was a disadvantage uh no because i only uh, as i said before in my in my earlier rant um <laughs> i've i've specced my character tree into i can just grab people straight away yeah, so i literally yeah. grab the closest person to me i strap them with a grenade i throw them and where the the lack of locking kicks in is I can't I sometimes just don't shoot the guy with the grenade strapped to him. It'll just shoot everyone else around him. Like, but if you shoot this one guy, they all fall down. Yeah, but it'll just you gotta, shoot you everyone around him. To do that. Yeah. yeah. And that that's frustrating. You can't just use the quick fire to just hit the guy with the grenade. And it is also one of those things like because there's no lock on button and the camera, you know, if you're playing as Robin and Nightwing especially, the camera moves a lot because Nightwing is acrobatic and one of his abilities is literally a fucking jump attack where it's like it physically moves the camera around to like, all right, where the fuck did the big guy go? And then he's already on top of him. Like, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So it that that is a problem. I will say as well um, that the Arkham games did really, really good combat because not only is it fantastic and if you're button bashing that game on the screen, it looks awesome. But the game would also be like, here's a, here's a couple of normal goons, right? They've, some of them have got knives or baseball bats or whatever, but they're all close. And then they'd go, here's a guy with a gun. Take the guy with the gun out first or make him drop the gun, then, you know, just take them all out. And then be like, here's a dude with a shield. Here's that. They'd slowly introduce different enemy variants and then slowly start to throw different variants together on top of the, each other by teaching you how to take out that variant one at a time and then throwing them all in together. Where this game doesn't really tell you how to do that it's just like he's attack he's dodge he's ranged attack if you want to know more go do the training in the belfry where it's like no no i don't i shouldn't need to do the training you should slowly introduce these enemy variants and teach me how to do these attacks without me having to actually go and manually do the training yeah yeah and it should like encourage you to not just smash square 
Like, yeah. as you mentioned, even with the Arkham games, you could just do it, but you're not going to get the combos. You're not going to build up the... Because you're going to get momentum regardless in, Arkham, in Gotham Knights, right? But in Arkham, like, in order to get those sweet killer combos, like, you have to build up. you got to dodge. You can't you take hits. seven hits. Yeah, you've got to, like, duck and weave and do all the, you know, dodge, duck, weave, duck, dive, and dodge, you know? Uh, so, like, that, that's fine. But plus, just, plus, there was the, the added benefit of if you timed your attacks properly, they essentially critted. Yeah. yeah. So which is... you were you were re you were rewarded for not mashing. Yeah. You do get that here in Gotham Knights, but you have to do the training because it's like every character plays differently. Every so for Red Hood, if you hit the range attack buttons in certain intervals as his attacks work, he'll do crit damage, mm. and he'll just you 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 basically don't even need to punch anyone because if you get if you get the rhythm right, he just fires his pistols. Is the only thing that stops him is he needs to reload. So when he reloads, you're wide open. Um, but for uh, Nightwing is once he gets into the flow of combat, if you're hitting the attack button in that flow, sort of, I wouldn't say like a Tahiru, but you get into that rhythm of it, you'll deal more damage and it will look visually better on screen as well. Like it'll actually feel kind of dope, but it's like the game doesn't naturally show you how to do that. You need to figure that out. And if you pick up the game and play it and not being a massive Batman fan, you'll be like, this fucking sucks. But you play the Arkham games and it's just like, well, yeah, I can button bash, but Batman still looks cool. Like, you know, Batman's bending people's arms backwards and he's doing really cool spin kicks and stuff where Nightwing's just bouncing around. It's really weird. And the other challenge they have is as you confront all these enemies and like you get, find the heavies and you are just pummeling, pummeling. And like, because they have the health bars above them, like you are seeing how very little damage that you are doing. So you go, yeah. oh, sweet. Well, in that case, I'll jump into this gear section, which, you know, because any RPG has to have a gear section at the, at the moment. Now, there are some things this like stylistically, this gear section sm smashes. It's awesome. If you can, mind you though, if you compare the gear section of this game to the gear section of Marvel's Avengers, it's like this, this is the cake coming out of the oven at the right time. You well, know what I mean? That's like, what I'm saying. This smashes. Yeah. Like this is awesome because they all look good they don't look fucking bullshit by you know uh, like yeah. avengers like, yeah. Outfit, yeah. like they all the outfits look cool they feel cool but like are they doing anything from a data like from a stats probably it doesn't feel like it like it just feels like every time you bump it up it's the same i i, I don't feel that i'm like oh i've got this one weapon that's just it's allowing me to play better hmm. but at least i look cool because, like, you know, yeah, a, an I mean, example, you and I on Twitter talked about, you know, the Red Robin suit. Like, I saw yes. that and I popped. I was like, yeah, that looks sick. And then you I see... Dude, I found Red Robin from Arkham City as well. Like, that's how I was introduced to the character. I went and fucking read his books. They were awesome. And then it's like, he's in the game. I can have my Robin as my favorite mm. Robin. It's soap. And, like, yeah, you've got the cool, like, you know, the, was it the, the Shinobi one? So, because there's a really cool couple, I like think Batman Ninja was the run, or at least the, it's the movie. You know, so yep. for those that have that sort of um, samurai influence, you can get that. And, like, there's one that is just, like, modernized, old-style, like, standard comic costumes, which is the one that pops me the hardest. I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah you know, yeah. but there's enough there. You can get real super futuristic with, like, the Beyond-style ones. So, like, if you want it to... As I said, one of the things this game gets right is the aesthetic of that Bat family in those costumes. And there's just enough customization for you to get what you want. I mean, the Just main thing enough. is there's also, there's also a transmog. So you can have your best gear equipped, but still look rad. Yeah, or look the way yeah. you want to, yeah. Mm. Which is a huge fan because, you know, they, they talk the Arkham's like, I feel like Batman. Like, well, no, but at least I can look like Batman. You know what I mean? Like, this game doesn't have the same feel, but I can be happy yeah. with how my how my Batgirl looks, how my... Because I know in your video, Duty, you talked about how your Red Hood has the leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things as well that, you know, I've, I've, I'm fairly sure one of the, at least for me, one of the earliest games I can think of that did it was DC Universe Online, where oh. it was like, World of Warcraft, DC Universe. Great game. God, I love DC. Um, I, I played so much DC Universe Online, my Plasma TV had the hot bar burnt into it. <laughs> Fuck you, yeah, man. I could still see but, my emulsion, you know, like... Uh, yeah, stats. yeah. Oh. But it was it was one of those games where like you'd get an awesome outfit, you'd put it, you know, you'd get a helmet that buffed your stats, and you would go cool, and you put it on and be like, well, this you know Greek helmet doesn't go with the Green Lantern stylings I'm going with, so you just go into the style tab, you change it to something else, save, done, and it has that sort of same styling to it as well. Hence so, that MMO yeah. energy, I guess, is probably the big thing. <clears throat> yeah. 
So I guess for yourself, dude, like as as that comic book fan, and it sounds like you're in the same boat as me. Like the stylistic choices of this gear slaps. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think the world's fucking cool. I think the map the map is massive, so that can work both to you know for you and against you in regards to Gotham uh, Arkham Knight was fantastic fucking game but like as a Gotham City and this is all of Gotham City I'm like it's a bit small yeah it's it's three islands it is you know it's it's a previous gen game that still looks fantastic but like this game the first thing I did was I zoomed in and I started looking at some of the the landmarks I'm like there's Monarch Theater there's a reference to Star City you know there's Arkham Asylum there's Blackgate and I went to go physically go first thing I did was you know, summon the bike, go look for Crime Alley because there's got to be something cool there. And I was just finding all these little cool random Easter eggs for, you know, me as a comic book nut was just like, awesome, sweet. Like, this is this is great. The, you know, the combat is you you need to immerse yourself in this game in regards to fully enjoy it. Um, one of the games I'll, I'll say that is a lot of people think is completely awful. But if you as nerdy as it is if you immerse yourself and role play into it aliens colonial marines awful game but if you put it on super hard mode and you like properly chat to your mates you pull out the motion tracker and you call out what you're doing like you know you would be if you were in the game or the film or whatever it helps you get more enjoyment out of it i feel like you sort of need to do a bit of this with that as well um i found doing co-op with my brother he was running red hood i was not i was uh, robin and we'd go like, all right, cool. People have got bombs strapped to them. We need to be quiet. We need to be careful. Don't make any noise. He accidentally hits the range attack button. He fires his pistols. Everyone knows we're there. And it, it definitely sort of it changed things up and we had a bit of fun with it. But having said that, we are both massive Batman nerds. Yeah. So, like, how about for you, Max? Like, because obviously, once again, not, not a lot of outside of the, the game uh, influence. Were you happy with, like... Because you're also a beginner as well. You love your JRPGs. You love your RPGs. And that's a massive part of that is grinding for gear. It's why you love Destiny. Yeah, so... With how early I'm in the game... See, the, the thing I like about grinding for gear is when I'm grinding for something specific. And I know where I can get it. And it's just like, I... There's a chance it's going to drop here, and I'll just do that over and over and over again until I get it. I'm not getting that feeling here. I don't know whether or not that exists in the the, the later game where it's like, uh, this piece of epic or legendary gear will drop at this point, or I need this certain crafting material to craft that certain piece of gear. Like, I'm still using the very first starting gear that I get purely because it has an XP bonus. So I've just transmogged over it and went, I just want more XP because more XP means more power. And I kind of to be on gear, <laughs> yeah. And I just took, I yeah. kind of just took it that way. Um, but you know, you mentioned about going around to the landmarks and all that stuff, and I, I don't have that sense of wonder to a degree because I, I'm not a, a big guy for this IP. Like it, in Marvel Spider Man, that was awesome for me because I'm a big Marvel nut. So doing that, like going to all those things, seeing like Luke Cage's bar and all that stuff in that game was yeah. rad. Marvel, no name. Yeah. <laughs> but but in in Marvel, like I'm like, oh yeah, I, I recognize Star Labs. That's that's cool. I like that. Uh, sorry, in, in Gotham City, I'm like, I recognize Star Labs. That's cool. It's like, oh, Asylum, awesome. But I don't have that that love for the franchise, unfortunately. And I think I am missing out on some of the stuff that this game has to offer because of that. And it's like yeah. you said, you're like, if you're a fan of the IP, you're going to enjoy this game because it really does cater to those people. But if you don't have that knowledge, all you're kind of getting is a surface level brawler game with some, what I am interpreting to be some Batman sprinkles. <laughs> and yeah. it's just, it's it's not enough for me. Like I said, yeah. I want I wanted to be pulled into this game, but it's just, it's just not grabbing me, unfortunately. Because I'm a huge fan of those those Arkham games. Like, I love those games. That was fantastic. And all I kind of wanted this to be was that, but co-op. And it's not. And, you know, part of... And that's and that's on me, setting unrealistic expectations, clearly. But, you know, at the same time, like, when, when, when Ryan and I were playing co-op the other night, uh, Ryan was on one side of the map, I was on the other side, and we were getting frame drops. 
which is really noticeable when the game's right. only running at 30 yeah. frames. So we, yeah, so we were we were wanting to test like essentially this theory that the the idea is the reason they can't do 60 is because you the whole map is rendered at any given time. So we just fucked off from different directions. And sure enough, the game ate shit. Because, yeah, right. Yeah, so that was very interesting. Yeah. So the the little fucking side story that I have uh, with with this game, and I, my my mates had a proper laugh at me, was I was playing the game, and I was chatting to them, and I was showing them sort of my my yeah, you know, giving them a little stream, showing what it looks like, how it plays, whatever. And they go, "Hey, what's your monitor running at?" And I was like, oh, "I don't know." He goes, "What's your refresh rate on your monitor?" And I'm like, "I don't know." So I've pulled it up and I've taken a look, and I'm like, oh, "It's only sixty frames a second. And he goes, "And what rig are you running?" And I told them my specs, and he goes, "You're a fucking idiot." Go buy yourself a new monitor. So I bought myself a brand new monitor at 160 frames a second, plugged it in, put Gotham Knights on, and it's just like, it is a bit of a kick in the dick for like consoles to PC in regards to, you guys are locked at 30, and I locked the game at 30, just got on the bike, drove around as Batgirl, and the cape, while it looks good, it does have that bit of a jitter to it, yep. where you put it at 160 frames a second, and bang, it's buttery smooth. Yeah. But I have seen another uh, streamer basically say, frames only matter when it's a first person shooter Disagree. and it's like i'm like i don't know how i feel about that because i think racing games also need to have high it's, frames it's really easy because he's wrong he's absolutely wrong <laughs> because when it comes to frame rate you, it's something you, you feel every second that you play so if there's any any jitter any shake like it's frames per second right so if yeah. you are halving the the fluidity of what you are playing per second so 60 seconds in a minute you know 60 minutes in an hour you start adding those seconds up and if it if it's not smooth it sucks it's horrible like right now so we're playing god of War ragnarok i'm playing at like 120 120 frames per second because the game allows uh, it to do so yeah, yeah. it is brilliant right it baffles me that this game can't do it. I understand it's yeah. I understand its reasonings, but like when God of War can look the way it is, and I, this is all preview information, when it looks the way it is, and is running at a better frame rate with no hitches, I've had a single hitch. Yeah. But we look over at Gotham Knights, and it's it's struggling to hit thirty in a world that looks nowhere near as detailed, and we're in two different areas. Like it's it's yeah, interesting. It's baffling. Um, but I, I guess I guess that's the drawback of having pe uh, what I'm assuming to be peer-to-peer -peer networking for multiplayer because yeah. it's not server-based. It's no, definitely it's and like it's definitely one console is chugging hard to render everything and send it through to the other guy's console. And the fact like that it's peer-to-peer, -peer, you can tell because when you host when you're hosting and someone joins your game, uh, you aren't part of their cutscenes. It's their yeah. game, and you are just in it you're you're in it yeah there's no like it, you know it doesn't it's clearly built as a single player game with multiplayer in it because if there was multiplayer the cutscene should have had you standing in the background like yeah. if you're if you're robin and like max and i were playing i was robin max is red hood robin's trying to talk to you know no i'm just walking around the just walking yeah around. there are cutscenes <laughs> that triggered in my gameplay that max couldn't see yeah, no, nah, I'm not. Yeah, not a not a fan of that. Then, then it's not a shared experience. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing I can think of in re at least in regards to, and I can see in your chat as well. Crispy biscuit com completely disagree with the frames per second thing, and I totally get it now. Thank you for explaining, Ryan. But um, like it's it's just one of those things where, like, the only thing I can think of is this had a similar esque thing to Cyberpunk where. Cyberpunk dropped on Xbox One and PlayStation Four, and it was just cactus. Where well, like what, on PC, I mean. like if it was, was originally supposed to come out on PS4, and it's struggling here. How horribly did it run to begin with? Yeah, yeah. And I'm wondering if because this game is being clearly hamstrung by what they tried to get working on previous gen consoles. Because there's no way that a PlayStation Five should not be able to pull higher yeah. than a. Because what, what in the, in this week's episode of the show, Max and I were discussing like maybe it's a circumstance of they can't lock a sixty, so they brought it down to a thirty. Like well, we can at least lock thirty. Well, they can't because we've seen it. Like if they're like, oh, well, we can't lock sixty because it swings between like forty and sixty, and you know, and you could, that's feels it feels like a lot, right? It's it's quite jarring, but at least we can keep it at thirty. But you can't. 
Yeah, yeah, right. Like, I'm not a dev, so I don't know the back end. I don't know how hard it is to make all this happen. But I don't know. It just seems hard. Like we're, like, we're at a point now where we're in this next generation of consoles. They're more powerful than ever before, but we somehow can't beat the, the level of uh, performance of previous-gen games. Yeah. What's going on there? That's a much greater discussion than Gotham Knights, by the way. Like, because, you know, WB Montreal really hadn't released a game since PS3. So what are they? What have they been doing? I think it was. You know, very yeah. similar to uh, uh, Sony Bend with Days Gone. Like, what were you doing this whole time? Because uh, you're, you know, even though I love Days Gone, but I just want to throw out what Crispy put in the chat. Can confirm it chugs like a fat kid running up a hill on Series X as well. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. I do like. I will say, I do love that it is crossplay. So that part is dope. Uh, yes. Yeah, I've got I've got a mate uh, that you know she's mad Xbox. She's also a mad, you know, Batman fan as well. And she's like, I want to play this game, but I also don't want to, you know, I want to have a bit of a fun experience with it, you know, fun with it. And it's like, dude, you've got it on Xbox. I've got it on PC. Let's jam. Like, I'm, as soon as you unlock the co-op, I can just drop straight in. Like, were you, it's, were you disappointed in the fact that it's only two-player co-op, knowing that there's four yes! playable characters? There is, there is a four-player mode coming to the game that they announced. It, but it's, it's, not the campaign. Days, but it's not the campaign. It's a, it's a, an arena section where it's essentially like a, a wave shooter but in an arena it goes against the everything this game is saying yeah. that it should yeah. be nah. the narrative of what this game my, is my understanding it's, is it's like a separate like arena type thing it's not it's not they're not adding two extra players from for the campaign it's just a standalone i do know that community. i think it's with with co-op as well that you can but like the one thing that i just went the fuck was um when they like was like, oh, you can play the game co-op. Is you can both play as the same hero. I'm like, no, 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 Why? no. If I'm playing as Nightwing, I don't want someone jumping in my game as Nightwing. They're playing as someone else. Like that's that's what it that's that's ha- that's how it should be. Um, I think the the biggest comparison, competition, whatever it is you want to call it as well, will be Suicide Squad that yes. comes out next year yeah. by Rocksteady, and it's four player co-op. And it's pseudo the same thing in regards to each character plays different. They all have their mode of traversal. One of which I believe is a te- is a teleport, if I'm not mistaken. I know one super speed. Um, so, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Very quickly, if Suicide Squad is great, like you know, WB Montreal have uh, have essentially been considered like the the LD Rocksteady's with, with Arkham Origins because like Arkham Origins kind of wasn't very good. It also ran like trash. Nah, Arkham Origins, man. I went back. Nah. Uh, I, I popped it up on Twitter the other day. It was two years ago that I went back and played Arkham Origins. Arkham Origins isn't bad. Like, in regards to... If you compare it to the Arkham games, like the, the Rocksteady Arkham games... So you compare it to the game... Compare it to the series that it's a part of? Yeah, you can, yeah compare it to the game that it's a series a part of, yeah. But it's like a, a, going to God of War, right? God of War 1, 2, and 3, fucking slap. God of War on the, the PSP games, like those God of War games, like, they're good. They're in the same universe. They're not as good. They're lesser they're experiences, but they're still good because they're PSP versions. They're not. Yeah, like, but see, again, I, I think... Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, and Arkham Origins all came out in the con- same console. That is not comparable did, to Chains yeah. of Olympus because that's a different system. It can only do so much. I will, yeah, but it's not bad. You can, you know, they obviously just use the exact same assets. They use the same, uh, even the same suit upgrades, which doesn't make sense. The only thing that sucked hardcore with Arkham Origins was that Mr. Freeze DLC. It was the absolute pits. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Freeze is my favorite DC villain, so I was I was fucking angry. But honestly, I, I, I don't necessarily mind this game. It's a separate universe. It's them trying to do their own thing. You can tell that they've tried to do multiple different games post Arkham Knight and for whatever reason they were canned or retooled or changed or this or that or whatever. Um, but as a like first entry in their own universe where they're making their own, you know, combat system, they're not copying anything hardcore from the Arkham games. I think it's fine. Like for a first entry. Yeah. So, but it's gonna be so hard against God of War because that's gonna be everyone's fucking doped yeah. for that. And you know, yeah. So I, like, like, there's some great final thoughts as we sort of transition into that because I'm in the same ba- I'm in the same boat. Like I've sat here and I've said some like you know harsh things about this game, things. but yeah. like this game, like it's a good seven out of ten. Like yeah. Any, yeah, it's, it's if a, you're seeing good... anything less than seven, they're being mean because the game looks good, 
it. Like a five out of five is it's dead average, right? This game is above average. Like it works, mm. it runs, you know, it runs relatively well. The story beats are there. It's not a shit game. Like it's the same thing as like, oh, Death Stranding's a three out of 10. In no way, shape or form is that game could ever be a three out of 10. Three out of 10 means that game should be the janky shit in the world. It means the story should be incomprehensible and like performances are, uh, like the room, you know, you know, uh, level of bad. Not none of that. Neither is yeah. this game. A seven out of ten for this game is more than fine because that's what it. That's what it. That's what it is. It doesn't. And I think, as you said it as well in, in your review, duty. And I agree. Not every game has to be a nine. Seven out yeah. of tens are fine. Now this game, it's fine. It just happens to be that I'm playing a game that is substantially better, and it's making it look worse. Which is a challenge for me because I'm like I really similar <laughs> similar to similar Max I really wanted to love this, but it's yeah. just this game this new games as a service thing that's threading through everything where it's not about how you play the game it's about how long you play the game, and every game whether it be your likes of your Assassin's Creeds or even some things like Horizon as an example where they add all this supplementary nonsense just to have you stay the game longer because retention time is key same with this we're gonna make we're gonna feed you a bunch of things that just ex, pardon me just extend your time that's yeah, how it, i feel it, it does have that little vibe to it yeah. where i feel like this could be similar to ghost recon breakpoint is one of the ones i, I tend yeah. to wildlands is fantastic i loved it so much breakpoint yeah but like breakpoint released poorly but Breakpoint now is completely different to regards to... Yeah, but you only to... get one chance of first impressions. And That's as an example, with WB Montreal not having done anything since Origins, this this was their time to shine. And if they came out and, and they, they they fumbled, like they didn't drop at the cake and explode it. They didn't, you know, uh, uh, drop the drop the chili in the middle of the office. But <laughs> it, it's a they, they stumbled. And it's a bummer yeah. because it could have been really, really cool. And I, I think I skill upset at the the and it landed. It feels like this game was a probably going to be like the Avengers. Then they realized the Avengers didn't work, so they scaled it all back. You look at the multiple yeah. amount of currencies. You look at like all these little things. They're like this is an Avengers light that they pivoted avengers i will say if you if you got marvel's avengers and gotham knights gotham knights destroys avengers no no but if 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 you got if you got both marvel avengers and gotham knights and you merge them together either to make a new marvel game or a new dc game you'd have a fucking sick game because say what you will about that awful avengers game but thor fucking slat in that game they got the they got the combat designer from god of war to do thor yeah and like hammering people smashed and then like being captain america and just like hard batman brawling awesome bingo yeah like you you do the open world-esque of sort of gotham knights you don't do multiple biomes and shit and you do an avengers game like that fine see but the thing that go ahead no sorry go on I was like, because Avengers did the exact same problem that I feel Gotham Knights did. That opening prologue set up a whole different game. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think the the real interesting thing is, is Warner Brothers Montreal have used the Bat family, right? And they're, if, you, if, if I may say so, they are a lot more popular and release more good content, if that's a word, than the Suicide Squad. Mm. Suicide Squad have had crap books. They've also had two, no, one mediocre to crap movie, a really crap spinoff, and but then also the really good James Gunn film where it's like the Bat family is like you're you're setting yourself in deep and around Batman using Gotham. That itself is a fucking great standing off point where it's like yeah. Suicide Squad taking on the Justice League who are affected by Brainiac. Could work, but it is a massive gamble where it feels like using the bat family in gotham is a safer bet and it feels like rock said he might just be like you know what fuck it we still did it we still rocked it yeah what about you max What's sometimes, your final you just, sometimes you want to just be the bad guy yeah yeah it's true. that's true so we, i think your final thoughts probably exactly your opening uh opening monologue so yeah look um like I, like i said you know i really wanted to enjoy this game like you said the game's the game's fine it's a i think you'll enjoy it more if you are a fan and have more knowledge of the lore of Batman, but as a surface level for for myself, I'm just it's just not gelling with me as 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 much as I had as much as I would have liked. 
but seven out of ten, yeah. Yeah, because as you it's, know, it's fun. surface level is fun. fun. But like, if you dive into the emails, you dive into the world, like you will find those, those yeah. nitty gritty sort of like see, you can see Batman stripping at Penguin's Club. Like it, it's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all those, like, yeah. You you can find those nitty like those little Easter eggs and the world building that show that WB Montreal had a care. But the fact you have to dive and hunt for it, mm. you shouldn't have to. Yeah, but yeah. Either way, yeah, there you go, everyone. That's our, like, what, hour-long, pretty much, thoughts on uh, Gotham Knights. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so big thank you once again to Play on ANZ for uh, providing all three of us review codes for the game. Yeah. Um, hopefully, that we can that we still can get review codes and we just put the hell on this game um, in a lot of ways, but... I mean, I, I dig it. I'm, it's it's <laughs> as stupid as it is and as fucked up as my credibility will probably be, it will most likely be in my top five games yeah. of the year. Like, Look, it's it's... Personally, for me, it's it's hit, but I totally understand why it hasn't for others. I say that knowing once I finish God of War, I'm probably going to keep playing Gotham Knights because there's, there's enough to intrigue me to keep going, especially like you know the, all the Easter eggy stuff. Um, but right now, my brain's just elsewhere. Yeah, no, that's yeah, totally fine. Oh, mind you, I went from Dragon Ball Breakers to this, so my brain just went Dragon Ball to Batman. I'm I'm riding a cloud, man. Like sweet. Yeah, you're the, I need to, you're I need to get on to Dragon Ball Breakers. Yeah, oh yeah, we got a code for that. I, too. I, I, haven't, I haven't touched this since the closed, closed network testing. I mm. did not enjoy it then. I have a feeling nothing much changed. <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much for uh, joining us, everybody. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to us talk about Go- Gotham Knights in this episode of More the Players, a supplementary episode that we do very infrequently when we want to deep dive into something. And of course, big thank you to yourself, Duty, for joining and coming and having the chat. Uh, where can the people find you? Um, if people want to find me, uh, for whatever reason, you can find me on Twitter at Dame underscore duty underscore Dench. It's uh, one of the best handles I've ever seen. I (laughs) chuckled so (laughs) so hard when I saw that. I I caught it with some friends for the first time at PAX and like, they actually met me and they were just like, oh, so this is what you look like. And I'm like, what did, what did you expect me to look like? (laughs) Like with that tag, I wasn't expecting that. Like, okay. Um, yeah. And if you want to check me out on YouTube, it's duty, just D U D I. Uh, again, the logo is Piccolo and TN fused together from Dragon Ball. Uh, and my most recent video is Gotham Knights, and I'm going to talk about Black Adam next. Ooh, exciting. I'm going to see that tomorrow night. Can't wait. Ooh, have fun. Oh, thanks for Stick around for the mid-credits. Fuck you, Max. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, and I'm saying... You could have if you hadn't invited me. Ooh, Fuck. I, I could have got some hot, hot cinema action. All right, Max, send them home. All right, everyone. Uh, you want the normal spiel? Yeah. This has been an extra episode, everyone, but if you want to catch our regularly scheduled content, you know where to find it. Monday podcast services 8 a.m spotify and the apple podcast and 9 a.m on those youtubes and if you'd like to take part in future conversations with us you can check it out all our socials facebook discord instagram twitter our handles are up above our heads today that's exciting the links are also in the in the below area go check it out so if you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash the pop culture where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation podcast. If you want, if you're listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are on uh, YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash the pop as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop. <laughs> where you can buy shirts and uh sorted shit with our logos on it that guy Ange, good night person in the middle do you live in are you in my that's Ange. is my housemate are you like in the house <laughs> he's inside the house oh he's my god your favorite batman family member <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but until next week uh until next time i guess i'm ryan betson i'm max cooper it's your turn well it's my turn yeah Oh, I'm duty. And that was our <laughs> Gotham Knights review.